Welcome back to the Pyromaniac Podcast, where we talk about all the straight <laughs> fire topics with all of our straight fire listeners. You're back with Jack, Hannah, Sydney, Ken, <laughs> Uchenna. Oh, yeah, Uchenna. Yeah, Uchenna. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is, uh, I have a really special guest today. It is Ken from my work. Ken, I know we've talked about him before. Ubuntu and all that if you go all <laughs> yeah. the way back there. <laughs> like the third Un, episode. Ubuntu. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, but we finally got Ken on the podcast, my little, or not really little, but my Nigerian friend. Awesome. We're in Toy Story. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. What's up, Ken? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. You excited? Mm-hmm. This is Ken's first podcast ever. Mm-hmm. You've been on the radio before, though, right? Mm-mm. This dude's like a this dude is like a monarch in Nigeria. He like everyone, everyone. He's like a god in Nigeria. That's always the first time. Yeah, so this is my first time. Every, everyone knows who Uchenna. Yeah. How do you say your last name? Can you try? Okereke. Oh my god. Oh, it's O K E R E K E. Yeah, Okereke. 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 You said it more white than I did. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okereke. Yeah, we yeah. were trying to say it earlier. We're like okereke. 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 I can't. I can't fault you because um, it's not the the name is is a native name, so mm-hmm. it's not something you feel so comfortable pronouncing. So mm-hmm. Right. I can't fault you on that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. So Uchenna, that's actually our word of the day. Do you want to explain what your name means? Well, actually, Uchena means God's will mm-hmm. in English. Hmm. And Ken, you already know, it's Kenneth. So, but then my surname is, is a Kong native name. It means someone born on a third day hmm. of the oh. week. On the third day of the week? Yeah. So, Wednesday? Yeah. On, oh. a Thursday, on a third day of the week. So, is it Kong? native name but i've been thinking of changing the name because i don't like it myself but really it's <laughs> wow. my so like you you say your last name right yeah mm-hmm. it's my last name it's not something i can just change without consulting my family but then i would like to change that name. <laughs> <laughs> i've never met someone that's like i want to change my last name change your last name i would like to change it okay so in okay in english it'd be it'd be <laughs> God's will. <laughs> yeah. Your your name is God's will. Kenneth. Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> that's your that's your last name. That's your whole name for in English. <laughs> uh, you see why I want to change it because when people it find actually, it so difficult. It to sounds pronounce. it sounds really cool. So you should keep no, it, it doesn't. in Nigeria. No. Okay, in Nigeria. It it, does, do people make fun of you for your last to name? To you, it doesn't. I remember no. when when I was in um, high school. Mm-hmm. In Nigeria, so my friends. Wednesday my, would be your day. Yeah, Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, Wednesday's your day. So my friends sing with my name, my son name. There's this funny song they created with it, which goes, um, I don't know, it's gonna be crazy. But sing it. Okereke, okereke, dum dum ya ya, okafo, kafo, dum dum ya ya. They keep singing that. So each time they want to get me upset. They okay, just, wait. Does, they, it, does it like mean something bad? Like what they're saying? It doesn't mean anything. It's just like sounds? making fun of you. Yeah, making fun of me. Oh, okay. For like like Wednesday. You can get dum dum ya ya means nothing. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. they they add my name and they say dum dum ya ya. So but then, and I was fighting a lot then. Yeah. Because each time they make that funny stuff mm-hmm. i get to fight a person and like i told you i fight a lot when i was growing up so <laughs> i used to fight my friends because of that and the way they pronounce my name but then that's why one of the reasons why i said i'm gonna change that name i mm-hmm. might have to change it yeah so like compared to your siblings like what's your siblings names like are they also like unique in that way or i never asked you how many siblings oh, we you have. have the same last name uh-huh yeah but they have different native names as well yeah. Oh, okay yeah yeah we are actually eight in number eight five girls and three boys and, and three boys wow, wow. Yep. and you're the youngest i'm the youngest you're oh the youngest wow really yeah. <laughs> crazy wow. yeah i'm the youngest wild um 
All right, so our Urban Dictionary word. Ken doesn't know what Urban Dictionary is. He's never heard of it before. So I'm just giving him a, the definition I had. Oh, there it is. Bam, Nigeria. <laughs> this will make you laugh. A country in West Africa that is the largest oil-producing country in Africa. It is also the largest black nation in the world. The country is humid and tropical, but full of corrupt leaders that sell the country's oil to the U.S. and keeps the profits for themselves. They don't even bother to, bother to put it back into the country, just into their own pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Remember we were talking you, about that for that long? You can't, are you trying to say that's what my name means? <laughs> no, I'm saying that's Nigeria. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, you can, agree, you can uh, concur. Well, um, I think you have a point anyway. Um, considering what is happening mm -hmm. or what has been happening from when I was young till date, I think you have a point because yeah. um, we have leaders that are very selfish that would want to like have all the money to themselves without thinking of um, developing um, a state mm -hmm. or the country that they govern or rule. So it's leaving the poor masses Mm -hmm. poor mm -hmm. actually be, be, because of this um show i had to i saw a video on facebook um a video that a clip that showed um kids from the northern states the northern part of where my country yeah and uh, it was about 500 or more kids lined up with plates begging for money mm. and food really like more, I saved it on my phone, so I, I, I will show you more than five hundred kids. This is when you went to Nigeria. No, this is just a clip I saw Facebook. today on Facebook. Oh, you saw it on Facebook. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> but it's real. It's not fake. Yeah. So maybe these are kids from a particular city, mm -hmm. maybe one city. Yeah. So wow. can you imagine what we have in the whole country that don't have what to eat or that are poor? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And these kids were not put. They, they were not even putting on clothes. Wow. So you can imagine. Mm -hmm. So it's it's all boils down to leadership. When you have good leadership, things um, look well and mm -hmm. things seems to you know become um, better. But when you don't have good leadership, everything becomes um, so so bad and poor. Yeah. yeah. So it's like the same what we were talking about before. Like uh, what your sister uh, was a fr your oldest sister. Your oldest sister decided to go to school, or she got sponsored to go to school from a lady in New Mexico, yeah. and um, that's what kind of caused your whole family to go to school, yeah. and that's why you guys are so successful yeah. now, yeah. you yeah. know, in Nigeria. Yeah, I so. told you, um, a lady saw my sister's result when she was in high school, mm -hmm. so she, 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 she was a teacher from New Mexico, I told you, right? Yeah. I need to trust that lady. I need to actually meet her. Yeah. And uh, because I've... I'm very grateful for what she did. What she did impacted my life as well. Mm -hmm. So she saw my sister's result and she was like, um, wow, who is this young girl with this good, excellent result? And um, the lady that showed her the result told her that it's actually um, uh, her husband's, um, their driver, their family driver's daughter. Oh, okay. Like my dad used to be their driver. Right. Oh, wow. So, oh, wow. yeah. Yeah, really? my dad used to be their driver. So, this is their driver's daughter. And that um, that she's trying to help her, you know, with school. Mm. And the lady picked up that interest and said that she was going to train my sister. Wow. And that was it. She trained my sister, high school and college, and all that, till she came out from college. And the money she was sending to my sister was enough for my sister to even pay our own school fees. Wow. Really? So I didn't know that. my yeah. elderly ones, you know, benefited from them. I was a baby then. So my elderly ones benefited from the money she was sending to my sister. Wow. That's crazy. Because she had to, like, pull her siblings out from, um, we'll call it um, then, like, early 90s. We used to call it commercial school. Mm -hmm. mm. It's like um, a local school. Where they only teach you typewriting. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it's not it's not even a good school. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the the only school you can get if you don't have uh, if you don't have money to pay for your school kids' school fees to go to good schools. They can just go to commercial school, and it means nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my sister had to pull her siblings from such um, from that school and send them to good secondary schools. Mm-hmm. That's so nice. And wow. she was saving money from this, the, the pocket money that was being sent to her. She was able to save money to pay her siblings' school fees. Aww. That's crazy. Yeah. So, so they were able to go to school. Mm. Wow. And I grew up, and um, after my mom died, I lived with my sister as well. Right. So because she went to school, her husband is a pharmacist and um, wow. a, like a director, mm. pharmacy <laughs> department. So these are educated people. When you stay with educated people, you would want to be like them. Mm-hmm. Right. So I grew up wanting to so go did, to school, yeah. become a better person. And she supported me from the word go. Aww. Wow. So did you, uh, did you start school as soon as you were... You were able to like what what when do kids are supposed to start school like right away or what age um well because um, i know for us it's like what preschool starts around what like five or first grade five or six hannah uh preschool when preschool's is, like anything before preschool's like six, daycare basically. preschool's pretty much like daycare yeah, but then but like kindergarten is like i i didn't yeah. um i didn't really experience all that daycare preschool Okay. I grew up and um, at some point I was just staying at home. Okay. You know, and then because um, at some point in life, my parents focused on the elderly ones, you know, mm-hmm. trying to make sure that they come out of school. Right. You know, then we were later. So there was no time given to us. Like, them even thinking that we should go to preschools and all that. So mm-hmm. I didn't attend the preschool that you're talking about. Oh, okay. I grew up and just started from, um, we call it elementary. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what what age? like? That should be... When did you officially start school? That should be six, seven. Yeah. Okay, okay. so it's like okay, the same. Okay, yeah, so like the same, like when, because yeah. eighth grade, when you're eight, eight years old, you're like in well, first? In s- when you're six Second? years old, you're in kindergarten, and then yeah. seven, you're in first. Oh. Seven, you're in first, and then, you know, it goes on from there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so pretty much the same. Okay. Um, yeah, that's wild. So what's the, like, age difference between your oldest sister and you? Because you're what? My eldest sister should be, is in her 40s. Okay. 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 And then you can... And I know that we we gave each other like two years gap. Like between each child? Yeah, between each child. Wow. It's more like two two years. Oh, okay. Yeah, so oh. dang, so it's almost like sixteen year difference. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Was wow. it hard growing up with a bunch of siblings? Mm, at some point they were all out of home. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So I was just with one of my sisters and my dad. So at some point I was alone with my dad. Mm-hmm. I was making the cooking and <laughs> all that. I was alone with my dad, but then my sister came and because then because of um, my environment right where I grew up I I am not um happy to tell you right now that most of the people I grew up are not reasonable even to that like they are very wayward. Mm. Oh okay. So that can tell you you can be able to picture the kind of environment I grew up in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So my sister saw that I was going astray. You know, at some point I was about I was, you know, getting to that stage of wanting to fight my dad. Oh, oh my god. Okay. Yeah, because he would want me to stay at home. Right. Do this, do that. And I say, and I'll tell him, I want to go hang out with my friends. I want to do this. I want to do that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. We don't get we're not getting along mm-hmm. so i was supposed to join a court group oh man the day i was supposed to join that court group my sister came to my house oh, and my fuck. dad was my dad was like i don't know what he's up to but i don't whatever he's up to is not nice right 
then I was all I was all all I was thinking of is how to look like a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That age. So but then if you don't control it that age, mm-hmm. you are off. Oh yeah. Yeah. Especially and once you're yeah. off for you to make a reverse is usually difficult. Yeah. Right. So it takes yeah. the grace of God for you to get yourself back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but my sister came to my house that day and she said, you know what? Get your back. You're going, you're moving to my house with me. That day I was to join the court group. Wow. Wow. Yep. So your, your sister definitely saved you. Mm-hmm. Wow. She has a couple been times. A, savior, yeah. a couple times. So yeah. she put me out from our house. So I was not able to go for that um, initiation. Right. That evening. Mm-hmm. And I was about getting into college then. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine if I had joined the court group, get into college, I'm an extremist. Right. Whatever I do, I want I do it to the last. Mm-hmm. Like right. I want to do it and be the best out of it. Mm-hmm. So if I had joined that group, trust me, it's gonna be pa 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 all around. Yeah. yeah. Right. So but I'm glad today that it didn't happen. Yeah. And here am I today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. I didn't know that. You didn't tell me about it. Because <laughs> I had that whole last story. I didn't tell you that, right? But this is this is something that people should listen to. And mm-hmm. if you're thinking of, um, if, you're, if you're feeling that things are not working out for you, there's a guy here who must have been through a whole lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like right. growing up and all that, it wasn't easy for us. Mm-hmm. I told you a part of it. Well, you told me about you know a bunch of stuff, but you know especially with going to school, you know some some people had to what swim across the the river to get to school. Yeah, in some oh, wow. part of yeah, in some part of my country, some people would have to maybe carry their kids right. and cross the river, kind of. Or if your dad is not there to carry you across the river. You would have to maybe take off your clothes, swim across the river, and go to school. And sometimes when it rains, you know, the... The river gets even higher. Yeah, it gets higher. And uh, uh, the way the, the river flows increases. So sometimes people get drowned. Oh, my wow. God. Yeah. These things happen in Africa. These things happen in my country. Some parts of my country. Mm-hmm. And they still happen. Why? Because um, leadership... Mm-hmm. Because if you have a good leader, the leader should be able to say, oh, they need a bridge there. Yeah. Let me go build a bridge. Oh, right. they need a good road. Let me construct a good road. Yeah. But yep. then. But it's just a bunch of corruption. Yeah. yeah. Those things are not there. Well, so, you, just, well you said it was like uh, Nigeria just kind of uh, borrows the money and then they don't they don't pay off the debts and stuff like that because the leadership just puts it in their pocket, not back into the country. Honestly, the leadership yeah. is, is bad. Like, um, I heard right now that we're about to borrow another money from China. Oh, and really? um, I'm talking about m- millions of dollars right. that they're about to borrow money from China. Right. And this money, who will pay the money? We already owe a whole lot of money that we can't even pay back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the way this money is being given to you these days is more like if you're not able to pay back, some part of your country will be taken away from you. Mm-hmm. Like, I've heard of an African country that is now being colonized by the Chinese. Right. I wouldn't want to mention the name of the country, but everything in that country now is more of the Chinese. Really? Mm-hmm. Because they have their in-depth mm-hmm. that they are not able to pay, but because of the contract agreements or whatever, China is going to take over. Mm-hmm. from some of the industries, some of the schools and all that that you have that is yielding you money, China will take over and employ you indigents to work for them in your country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Well, it's just, it comes, comes down to like a collateral, yeah. you know. Yeah. They're not allowed to pay off the debts. You know, they, they, they pretty much own. They, 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 the they get to borrow you this fund mm-hmm. and because they know you're not, you won't be able to pay back. Right. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, I'll give you a million dollars or yeah. however a million dollars because now I own you. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, so Ken actually went to, what you doing? Oh, go ahead. <laughs> oh, Snapchat. Uh, he wants a picture. Um, so Ken is a really educated person. He's gone to school. He went to 
college in Nigeria first, right? And then he went to um, what? UK? Yeah, you, United uh, Kingdom. Yeah, United Kingdom to go to Oxford. No, what no, was it? Coventry University. Coventry mm, University. Yeah. And now he has his master. He has a bachelor's in what's it called? I have bachelor's in microbiology mm-hmm. and I have oh, wow. master's in engineering project management. Right. Yeah. Wow. So when he came over here, he was uh, he did a what the you want to talk about the complete demolitions or well first you were employed when you came over here you were living in Alabama right yeah so I I I moved into America after my master's mm-hmm. uh, because I I wouldn't want to like um, and that was twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah, 2017, 2018, 2018 yeah. when you yeah. moved. Oh, really? So you're fairly still new here. Yeah, yeah. I'm new, like really Completely, new. Uh-huh. So I moved in, and um, because of uh, I'm gonna cut it short, like because of um, lack of job experience. Right. Yeah. Um, I was trying to apply for jobs. I applied for jobs, mm-hmm. bigger jobs, you know, but then they call you and tell you, man, that. You have the qualification, but you don't have the experience. Mm. Right. Yeah, and unless you want to take take a pay cut, like it, the pay cut will be very low, mm-hmm. and that is not what I wanted for myself. Right. So, and um, knowing that uh, you know the state of Alabama, it's the 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 minimum wage is not that high in the state mm-hmm. of Alabama, right. so it's a bit low. Mm-hmm. So, um, I thought about trying setting up a business for myself since I'm already good in. I'm skillful mm-hmm. and um, I'm already good in some kind of things that I know how to do. So I said, okay, why not? Do you know what? Do you know where I started? I started by being a junk remover. Really? Yep. Oh, so you just go to people's houses? And yeah, I just I had to set up my business on a Craigslist mm-hmm. and all that. You know, if you need, just call me. And um, like, other bigger companies that were doing it could take, um, could charge you for a hundred dollars, and I charge you sixty bucks. Oh, wow. So it was, I started there, right? And <laughs> I progressed. Like each week, I look at what I I made, and and I said to myself, "Whoa, business is good." Mm-hmm. Right. From there, I was able to buy a van. Wow. That you know I was driving around with. Mm. Then I was able to buy a truck. Right. I told you. Mm-hmm. So I was able to buy a truck. So the truck actually helped me to actually realize that this is a good business. Because each time I get people that want me to t- come um, take off stuff from their homes, I just I don't need to go to U-Haul. To re- I was actually right. renting U-Haul. So oh, but wow. then, yeah, from U-Haul renting, I bought a truck, a good truck. Mm-hmm. So then uh, I was now using my truck for the business. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, and I... I said to myself, let me expand my business as well. Right. So I went into demolition. Mm-hmm. I am good at it as well. Yeah. So, and uh, I was covering um, Atlanta, Georgia, Tennessee, um, um, Florida, mm-hmm. uh, that's Pensacola and uh, Panama and all those uh, areas. The yeah. high-end high yeah. places. So yeah. I was covering all those areas. Mm. Alabama as well, you know. And I realized that I was, you know, actually progressing. Right. Like, it, it was moving on. So, but then I said to myself, like I told you, I'm an extremist. If I'm doing something, I like to be a better person in it. Right. So, I said to myself, what else do I need to do to make this business a better business? I said, mm-hmm. okay, I need to open up a site. Mm-hmm. So yeah, his I, websites. Yeah, yeah, I had to like pay someone to get me a website. Mm-hmm. I told him what I wanted and all that kind of stuff. So it was a good business. So I was able to set up a business and a website, and I was making money, you know, from it. I made, I made a lot of money. I mm-hmm. told you so. Yeah, I was making money, and I said to myself, why would I go to work at Walmart or whatever place that I need to work at right. to make money when I even make three times what I should be making from, you know, mm. those places. Well, it's mm. crazy because so, we are talking about, you know, the mindset and the difference. And he, you always tell me, like, he always tells me, he's like, I wish I would have grown up in America. And I was like, 
I don't think that you would be as motivated as you are now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, it's not that things were handed to you in America. It's just that, you know, there's no, I feel like there's not really pride in what you do and, and like mm-hmm. going to school and people don't want to go to school nowadays. Yeah, and that drive. He wouldn't have, he wouldn't have been having his master's and traveled to go get his master's at well, different like, places. What know? America I feel like lacks in is integrity. Nobody really has integrity. So it's right. like mm-hmm. with yeah. anything they do, they just like the easy way out instead of the hard way or whatever it is. You yeah. Know what I mean? And it's crazy that our values are actually built on, you know, capitalism where, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you know, you work for your money, you know, mm-hmm. and you, you know, if you want more money, work, get better skills. You know what I mean? And that's how yeah. it is. Um, so it's crazy that, you know, I hate when you say that shit because you're just like, no, I want to be part of a, like the, America. The, the way I say it is if I had um, moved to this country, maybe after my um, undergrad, okay. like okay. after my college. Right. Honestly, then you you probably would have gotten more yeah, opportunities. I, I probably would have gone far in life by now because in in Nigeria, going to school could instead of taking you four years to mm-hmm. do it's a certain um, uh, course, mm-hmm. it could take you six years because or seven years. Because sometimes you notice that the government will go on strike because they don't pay teachers. Uh, or teachers will go on strike because they are not being paid one reason or the other. That was a time we went for went on strike for like nine months wow that's, that's like that was when uh, my friend at the chamakai told you about that was mm. when she left nigeria and moved to canada to study right and um it actually delayed me instead of spending four years in school i spent about five years plus in school oh really just yeah, for so, your bachelor's yeah just for my yeah. bachelor's so those factors mm-hmm. would take off time would take your time right from you but if if I was able to move into this country before mm-hmm. now, those factors would not be there. But it's hard to get, you know, money because, you know, you were talking about the difference, you know, between, uh, was it Nari? Nari? Was it? What? <laughs> the money, that? the money. Yeah, money. Money, Nigerian money versus. Oh, you know, Naira. Naira. <laughs> Nari. Nari. No, Naira. Oh, okay, Naira. Yeah. Naira. The He's difference like, between like what a, are you a dollar, a dollar, you know, American dollar versus, you know. A, yeah, but, but, but there's one thing you will realize that mm. if you're here, if you're here, you can have government assist you. Right. Yep. Yeah, and out there, those things like we don't have it in my country. Mm-hmm. If let me tell you one thing if Nigerians should farm themselves here, right? Right, 90% of them will be graduates. I that's what I'm saying, like because that's... they are talented, they mm-hmm. are good at whatever they do, right? But they don't have that sponsorship, mm-hmm. they don't have that um, people that would actually say, okay. You can do this. I will sponsor you, or I'm right. gonna pay for it. Mm-hmm. Nobody is there to help them. You well, have yeah. millions of people at home after graduating from school, no job, mm-hmm. and you have millions wanting to go to school, but nobody to pay their fees and all that. But that is what that's the privilege you guys have here. You can always do the government aid. Right. You can always. Say okay, government is paying for your fees, and yeah. that's why I said if I moved into this country before now, government is gonna pay for everything, and by <laughs> now be earning. Like you put yourself in a way that let government pay for you, right? But after that, you know how much you you'll be making after that, mm-hmm. so you'll be able to like you know reimburse the government. Yeah, mm-hmm. pay off your so, loans. But and stuff, we don't yeah. have that opportunity in Nigeria, so and that's what kills us. Yeah. That's why you see a whole lot of crime and mm-hmm. all that. Yeah. No. Well, it's crazy because what taxes pay school here to have a public school. Yeah. So, you know, there's no taxes in Nigeria. So if you make good money in Nigeria, there's no taxes from the government. Actually, that there is. There is. But it's not, um, it's not properly checkmate. Right, um, so people yeah. can just you know yeah, you tax, actually, fraud, tax fraud, tax like Yeah, you can yeah. actually like forge or yeah. do whatever you want to do and say, this is how much you're paying and all that. And right. most people that do business don't even pay taxes. Oh wow! Yeah, like, you can only get to see people that pay taxes in the 
government establishments. Right, right, right. Yeah. right. You get to maybe pay or begin to look for a way to pay taxes when you get into trouble or something mm -hmm. that requires you going to court. These days, first of all, you need to show your tax documents that you've been a good citizen and you've been paying your taxes. Mm -hmm. And that's why you see some people, when they get it, themselves involved into um, such situations, they begin to look for a way to like update right. or back pay, mm -hmm. make a back payment. Right. To mm -hmm. kind of update their tax documents, mm -hmm. so they get maybe get to instead of paying a thousand dollars, they now pay five thousand dollars because uh, the people they are paying to actually would have to have a cut from it, you know, right. to be able to help them do that. Mm -hmm. So man, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's really crazy. <laughs> it is. Nigeria. No, but I'm glad you're here. Honestly. Um, don't talk about <laughs> what? <laughs> What's that? You want to talk about the the dog meat, the dog <laughs> meat thing? <laughs> I have dogs around me, so is this something that I, you want me well, to? Well, let's be... <laughs> let's let's say right now. Right when he walked in, Ella started barking at him, and he immediately says, "I don't, I don't eat, eat dogs." <laughs> I told Jack that in my country, once once a, a dog begins to bark at someone. <laughs> you need you need to think twice. You need to look at that person. Is this is either he eats dogs <laughs> or there's a particular set of animal that he eats all the time. Uh-huh. That's why a dog will see someone walking around or walking by and the dog begins to bark at the person. Uh -huh. Yeah. Something must be wrong. The person really? is actually, you know, close to blood. Oh. Yeah. 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 Like That's if you if you eat the dogs, see this is what he's saying. So like if no, some, if someone eats a um eats a dog um the dog will like know yeah the and dog they'll, will, they'll be like yeah. like going after that person yeah, that's yeah. crazy that's interesting yeah so he, it's like he doesn't eat dogs <laughs> he's well, like no i don't eat no. dogs don't bark at me <laughs> ken, has, ken has never tried dog no i don't no i don't no. but i i see i showed you a picture where mm -hmm. they some people were trying they killed a dog like two dogs and they roasted it mm -hmm. and uh they had to cut it in pieces, hmm. you know, to share to the community or whatever right. for people to eat. But then you don't blame these people. Why? Because that they don't have what to eat. Mm -hmm. I will bring America in again. Here in America, government can assist you. They call it food stamp, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We have nothing like that in Nigeria. Mm -hmm. Unless you have maybe some set of people in your church that can help you right. people do help people That's but awesome. a lot of people don't have what to eat so once they see that is a precious meat to them mm -hmm. it's 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 something that they even instead of eating it at once they try to you know keep some mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. tomorrow because there's no meal they right. don't have what to eat there's no money so when you don't have money you don't have food so you don't i don't blame these people I don't eat dog and I don't like that art. Mm -hmm. But in the other in the other way, I don't blame these people because they don't have any other option. Yeah, yeah. it's their way to survive. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it's just a way of them surviving and feeding themselves. Yeah, there's right. no other people kill snakes. Kill if your dog should if your dog should let's say mistakenly go out without you knowing and is in the street, man. In, this, in some areas, if they say it's the, go the dog is gone, mm -hmm. I mean, they, they'll kill it and eat. Wow. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so you have to be guided if you have a dog in, right. in those areas. So there is a certain, a particular state, mm -hmm. like they call the dog, there is a, there is, they don't call it dog meat. Mm. So they call it 404. Yeah, that's the name they call it. The Once they mention 404, if you're on, if you're in Nigeria, you know what they're talking about. So that particular state, they are known for eating dogs. Mm. Like, number one, they love dogs a lot. Wow. They don't even like chicken. They don't like turkey. They don't like beef. What? They, once they see a dog, oh my God. <laughs> okay, so like, <laughs> Jaxie there, you think he would be taken without a doubt? If 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 Jack is outside <laughs> without Jack, 
Jazz is gone. <laughs> Even with for good. What do you mean? Even with me? Let's oh, no with no, you. No, no, no. no, no. They, no they have no, that no. respect. No, let's talk about. Well, they, have that. <laughs> they have that respect for people's dogs. But if it's a stray dog, mm. so what if it's the dog that has the collar? They'll be like, "Fuck it, he's alone." Ooh, the dog is gone. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about if I came to your country. Let's talk about that alone without yeah. you. He wants me to go to Nigeria in December for Christmas. Okay, I want I wanted him to come, but then then I remembered something like and then like he told, I told me. Him, I told you. Like, I told him like the country is bad in a way that the youths don't have job. When I say don't have job, I mean more than a half of the youths don't have job. Mm-hmm. They're just because sitting. They're just sitting on the streets and just you know they're just and just mm-hmm. that's why you see crime and all that because there's no job. Some people actually create jobs for themselves, you mm-hmm. know. Right. But then you know some people need to get employed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some are not that creative, so they have the certificate. They have what it takes, but there is no job. So these people can do anything. Like some of them going to kidnapping and all that all sort of crimes mm-hmm. and um so i, I remembered <laughs> when i when i wanted I, I told jack that he was gonna travel to nigeria with me uh-huh. christmas and, and i was all for it i was like yeah and, yeah, yeah, yeah and i told good. him that if they see him alone that they will kidnap him oh my god <laughs> then makes me want to go back to nigeria huh? and then um ask him to pay a certain um sum of money and if he cannot come up with the money, they kill him. <laughs> Seriously. And then, and then he told me that he will, he will never travel with me again. He's <laughs> never going to Nigeria I, again. I never. never and never. <laughs> never going to Nigeria. No. I, I laughed. It was so funny. But then I told him that with me, he's covered. Because he's, 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 his whole family's like, his, your big sister, right? She's in government. Yeah. And like his family's considered like rich. Like everyone knows who his family is, like in his part of town. Uh-huh. So it's like they have their token little white boy going go to Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> their token little white boy. Yeah. The thing is that they don't, when they see foreigners, they like not. Nigerians are good people. Right. But in ev- just like in America, they are bad people. Yeah. We have Absolutely. kidnappers in America yeah. as well. Absolutely. So, but you don't know where they are mm-hmm. and all that. So, well, the. It's different because police here there's is, is, a proper is a, way of checkmating all these things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but then um, we have good people in Nigeria, but they are still bad people. Right. So, mm-hmm. uh, if you are in Nigeria as a foreigner, you just have to be careful. Most foreigners, they go with escorts. Mm. Right. Like, like most investors that come into Nigeria to invest, or mm-hmm. guys that work in bigger companies, you know, right. they go with. I'll have your whole family. Yeah. I'll have your whole family. We'll be in the cars. Your whole family is the escort. We're not walking. So if they they notice that you're a foreigner and then they would would want to take advantage of you, they would definitely look for a way to loot something from you, to steal something from you or to cheat you in one way or the other. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that the country, we don't have good people at least. Absolutely. We have a whole lot of good people. Mm Mm-hmm people who make heavy donations to the charity and people who help a lot of people go to school or right. feed and even buy cars for people. Uh, but then in every good, that will still be bad. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. yeah. I told you I, we'd have to paint me, paint me black. <laughs> so oh my God. Oh, <laughs> horrible. Why are you so, even saying that? So on the, other, on the other hand, I told him that, what if I paint him black so that nobody will recognize him? <laughs> Can you imagine him black? <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, like, he'd be like, he'd be like, he'd be like, no, um, he'd be like, oh my god, what is his name? Robert Downey Jr. Oh, oh yeah, Robert Downey Jr. I'd, have, I'd have, have to try and talk like you, though. Then, but when once they know. hear your accent, oh my god, they say, this is money. <laughs> this is money. The way they will carry you, right? Oh my god. <laughs> It's like when you win a jackpot. Okay, you're not you're not making me want to go to Nigeria. No, 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 no. Like, These are, I'm just telling you things that happen. It doesn't mean that when I got home this last Christmas, I was um, I went for my dad's burial. So mm-hmm. 
I was very, very busy. So when I got to my, my first in-law told me, asked me if I needed an escort. Right. And that, you know, a, a, a military guy with gun that would, you know, follow me around and all that. But then I told him, why would I, what was the need for the escort? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm even trying to attract people to know that. Um, that you're important. Yeah, yeah, that I'm important. So it doesn't make sense. So, but then I was very careful. I don't really move. I don't really um, have um, late night movements right, and right, all right. that. So, I go out and come in, and I don't go to these bars and mm -hmm. all that. You know, those places that people can actually see you and say, "Hey, this guy has been away. Look at him. He came back. He must be loaded." Mm -hmm. You know, stuff like that. So, because there are cases where you see someone that someone comes in from abroad and. Before you know it, he's kidnapped, and uh, they ask him to pay a certain uh, amount of money, and he's not able to come up with it, and it's a sad story. That's mm -hmm. the next thing you will get. Mm -hmm. He's dead, or something else happened to him. Mm. So I, I was really very careful, and but that doesn't mean that the country is bad like yeah. that. Like I said, we have good people mm -hmm. in the country. It's a wonderful country. Absolutely. But if the government can actually, you know, try to help their citizens it will be a better place right like if you google my country they will tell you that is like the number one in africa yeah nigeria yeah. well apart nigeria from nigeria is rich from south africa too yeah the both of those nigeria two. is rich but the citizens are not you know mm -hmm. benefiting right. from it right yeah so i think really it would be really like eye-opening to go and like mm -hmm. to go and try to like I would volunteer love to, and, i would love to come with him yeah like to volunteer and help out like communities like whatever it is mm. i what, think it'd be what community mm -hmm. I, don't know, I guess i don't know i don't know what it is yeah be, it, but, like, it's there are people that come to do all those kind right. of work but then as a white person i mean <laughs> i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't advise you to volunteer to you know unless like the who Mm -hmm. World Health Organization. They have white people that come to the country to, you know, like uh, do vaccines, polio, and all that kind of uh -huh. uh, right. vaccines that they give to kids. So these people must be protected, you know, by maybe the military or the police and all mm -hmm. that. You don't just go into the, those communities without somebody protecting you. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. They would want to, they will leech you. You know, so it's it won't be really a good experience mm -hmm. for you, you know, to do. But there are a lot of people that still do it, unless you're doing it in the developed cities. Mm -hmm. And but if, if it's about the remote areas, it will not really be good for you to do. Right. Yeah. Because police aren't around there. Yeah. You know, there's no protection for anyone. Out there. And even if you call the police, man, they won't. I go. love won't America. No. You know, I love America, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If I die 911 right now, they are here. Yeah. It's not like that in my country, man. Like, what are you calling the police for? <laughs> if, <laughs> I mean, like, you can't just, if you call them, you can't just call the police and tell the police that something is wrong and you expect them to come there, there and then. I mean, I'm not trying to talk down on the Nigerian police, but... Right. Um, the response, mm -hmm. the the rate of response is not the same thing as we have in America. So, uh, if that, okay, that, look at something happened. It's not related to the police. Okay, a lady, a pregnant lady, right, was due for uh, to give birth. Mm -hmm. So she went to the hospital to give birth because she she doesn't have money to like pay and get admitted and then they assist her to give birth the, the hospital kicked her out and she gave birth on the street mm -hmm. this happened like this week wow she gave birth on the street because there's no health care there's no insurance or that's anything, yeah. what i'm trying to say yeah. because there's no government assistance mm -hmm. there's no health care no insurance nothing happens right so and she's not the first victim. There are a whole lot of people that experience this. A whole lot of people. 
experience this nobody to assist them um maybe pay their medical bills when you go to uh, the, the hospitals in nigeria you see a whole lot of people that have been discharged but are still retained right because they are not able to pay their medical bills a thousand a millions wow yeah and but we have good people Mm. They still go to these hospitals and they're able to help some of them, but there are still lots of and lots of them there in the hospital waiting and looking for home to pay their bills. And they stay there for years. Yes. Wow. Yes, they stay for years. They stay for months after being discharged. Because so they just able, keep them there? They just until... keep them there because they can't pay their bills. So they, right. the government will keep the hospital will keep them. But wouldn't that be like more expensive than just letting them go? But if you let them go, they've not paid the bill, so, yeah. so they're they not, they they're prefer gonna, to keep them. They're not going to pay them. So if they say that they have the money to pay and they don't and they get treated, they can't leave. That's what he's saying, because and they find out that they can't pay the money and they let them leave. No, they're never going to they're never going to pay it. So it's like they keep them there at the I, hospital. I was um in a pharmaceutical shop. We call it, we don't, there's no, like you have walls, grain, and, uh, right. you know, like a pharmaceutical shop. One day in Nigeria, I needed to buy something, and a lady walked in, you know, carrying, in, in, in my country, we carry the babies at the back. Right. With wrapper, mm-hmm. and all that, we tie them around. So, carrying her baby, and she wanted to buy a particular medication for her baby. And... It was, she had like, let me say, I'm quoting, let me say about, she had like $20, and they told her the medication was $100. She was like, she complained and told her that that was the only money she had, and that she needed to treat her baby. And You know that kind of, uh, I felt so bad. I was there listening to them, but... They couldn't give her the, that medication mm-hmm. because she doesn't have the money. It's not the fault of the person selling it because she was hired, you know, to right. dispense and collect money. Mm-hmm. So if she if she decides to pity the lady and give her the medication without collecting the right amount that she was supposed to collect, she will be sacked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't give her that med- particular medication. I felt so bad. Luckily enough, I had some money with me, so. I just didn't want her to know that I paid for it. Mm-hmm. I don't like doing that. So what I did was I called to the ladies, to the uh, uh, the lady that was supposed to give her the medication. So I called her and asked her, how much is that actually? She told me. So I sneaked the money. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I told her that she shouldn't let the lady know. Mm-hmm. that i paid for it because i don't want that to like it's yeah. more like an embarrassment for her to start saying thank you because i know how she would react right mm-hmm. to appreciate it so mm-hmm. i told the lady not to let her know the person that paid for it so they called her back and told her that someone paid for the medication oh. she knelt down started crying and started like thanking the person because they didn't want to tell her the person that made that payment. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but she knelt down and started praying and crying and thanking the person. Aww. So I'm not trying to paint a good picture of myself, but I'm trying to tell you things that happen. People are not able to even afford medication right. when mm-hmm. they are sick, when they are ill. They can't. Oh my God, it's bad. Every day I go to the Instagram, I go to Instagram, I see sick people. Mm-hmm. that need maybe say a thousand dollars to go through surgery that if the and in three days they tell you that the person is dead mm. but here you can't see that here government will take you you go to the hospital and get treated then maybe you start you make a payment plan you make a payment mm-hmm. plan yeah, with them. yeah, yeah absolutely. so then it's really really crazy mm. judging from you know where i'm coming from is a cre- is a different kind of experience altogether when you go there you you shed tears because there you see people that don't eat right they don't eat what they look out for is leftovers and you think they are mad people they are not mm. there is no money there is no food there is no job 
So it's really a bad experience. Very, very bad experience. Mm. Honestly. Wow. Makes you makes you appreciate what we have, mm-hmm. you know, in America. That's, that, I keep looking at you guys. You guys don't know what you have. And mm-hmm. I see people well, that's go broke it. every week. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how? Yeah. <laughs> like, how? <laughs> and then there's those people that still complain about, like, not having hot not having hot water or like can you imagine hot water <laughs> did you say hot water yeah <laughs> oh my god <laughs> what like i grew up, hey i grew up i grew up not knowing what unless i boil a hot water right you guys can turn up turn on your shower and all that it turn, it, it, it comes hot yeah right i never had that <laughs> that's leisure right i never had that mm-hmm. i mean we used to have um a general bathroom right like you just go into bed and come out and someone else that you don't even know that you don't talk to who is waiting for you to come out like it's like like a neighborhood bathroom mm-hmm. yeah like one bathroom one toilet for maybe 20 people wow Right? Yes. I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. And when you see the bathroom, it's very disgusting. Very, very disgusting. But people have to survive. Mm-hmm. They, if you live in that kind of... That, I, I, I grew up in that kind of um, environment. Yeah. Where you leave your house, your, your door room is facing your neighbor that you don't know. Like, it's, it's open. And, and I don't even know how to explain it. Mm. one toilet so where, where are you getting hot water from <laughs> i grew up going to the stream like maybe walking let's say five miles or four miles just to fetch water i'm honest mm-hmm. i'm telling you google it what i'm telling you today google it F- just to fetch water this water that you is everywhere here in this country mm-hmm. we trek miles to fetch it and when you fetch it you put it on a maybe on a jerry can mm-hmm. or a bucket like 20 liters then you carry it on your head mm-hmm. and walk back home wow so that's the kind of life how I lived. long how long would that take you to do that it could take you two hours Mm. to walk and come back or more than two hours or maybe one hour yeah i just hope i just hope all the listeners so and you you do that every day and what i'm telling you about you need to climb hills Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. you need to ascend Mm -hmm. you need to climb (laughs) oh my god it's a crazy life but it at the end of the day it makes you strong yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. it makes you like it makes you fearless Mm -hmm. yeah so that's that's one of the advantages. Yep. But then you guys use gas cooker and all that. I grew up cooking with firewood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you put them together, put a little a, a, a little a little kerosene, and you light it up. Mm-hmm. You know, then put your your pot on top and cook whatever you need to cook. Yeah, that firewood we don't just buy it. You need to buy. You need to. Um, you need you need to buy or rent mm. a land for a year then cut the firewood there when they are fresh and bring back them back to your house for them to dry mm. then in that land that you rented you then cultivate like get your cassava or whatever kind of seed that you want to grow there you cultivate and then feed your family from there right Mm -hmm. that is how we survived like it's not rocket science you need to work hard Mm -hmm. sometimes when my dad wants me to go to farm like my dad used to be he was so good in um um, yam cultivation Mm -hmm. like he was very popular he cultivates and um we used to have we used to have barn like when you come into my dad's barn you see yam in thousands wow yeah he was a proper farmer mm-hmm. so but that's why we never we didn't go hungry mm-hmm. we had food uh like you know there's one they call gary and all that we had food because we were into farming mm-hmm. 
like full time. And if you if you don't then if you don't do that, you will go hungry. Right. Because your salary is very little. You can't even do anything for you. So you need to support yourself with farming. Mm-hmm. Well didn't didn't you tell me about the um the fish? The fish? The one fish that you guys shared with yeah, like we 10 used to, people? Yeah. Then I was a little I, then I don't even I was very little. I used to eat with my dad and my mom. Right. With my immediate elder sister. Just the head of a fish. Then my other siblings like in their soup, we have what we call gari and soup. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, like a goosey soup, you eat it with gari. It's like swallow, you swallow it. So in that soup, when they buy like one fish, mm-hmm. you know, they cut it in pieces. Right. My dad, my parents are the ones that eat the main fish, mm-hmm. right? Then my siblings, they give them that head, the fish head, to mm-hmm. share. And they share it and eat it and they are happy. Wow. Just the head. Yeah, between just eight between the eight head kids. that you open and you see the eight kids. The gills. Is it the gills? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see the gills yeah. and all that. That's it's it was so sweet to them. Right. But today the people that ate that fish are able to buy like um in during festive period like Christmas mm-hmm. we'd we give out Bags of rice, bags mm. of salt, oh. to tin tomatoes, and all that. Oh. To the less privileged, like in my village, we share, my sister, she's always doing that. We give we give them out to uh, the widows. Right. Yeah, in the oh. village. Wow. But remember, we were not able to feed when we were growing up. And your whole family, your yeah. whole family now is everyone went to school. Everyone's you know very wealthy, very successful. Yeah, you know, so that's that's really crazy. That one one act of kindness from one person from America yeah, turned from, your whole family yeah. to be as successful as it is now. Yeah, you know, and like you said, crazy. you wanted to meet that. You want to meet that lady, I would right? love to meet do you even, the lady. Do you know I know her, her name? name, Regina Antrim. Oh, maybe she'll hear this. She used I, to. She used to be a teacher. I know she's retired now. She's from mm-hmm. New Mexico, and she's still in New Mexico. Well, you know, I'm. I I, I grew up in New Mexico. Yeah, you so, told me. Like I have a whole lot of New Mexican, you know, listeners that yeah. listen. You, you, so you, you, you told me. I hope I get to meet just to say thank you. Right. Because what she did affected me positively. Yeah. If she whole, had not family, done that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Because my sister went to like, then she went to one of the best schools. Mm. She was able to go to one of the best schools. Mm. Then, you know, this, like the schools, when you come into such schools, you see uh, a jet, like helicopter, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Drop down to, you know, drop a student. Wow. Yeah. And she went to one of those. Yeah, that's the kind of school she went to, like the minister's kind of. Wow. schools yeah wow. so she so she had that exposure mm-hmm. that we part like we, we we looked at her and tried to copy her she she was able to kind of impart that kind of lifestyle in us like make us to understand that there's more mm-hmm. to life than just being poor right so we realized that man Education is the way to success. Education is the key to, you know, becoming rich. Man, I had to, I had to like chase education. Even till now, I I want to go back to school because I know, I don't know why. I just want to keep studying and keep studying or maybe till I die. But that's the only thing that can give me joy mm-hmm. as it is right now. Just to go to school. Well, you can work on your your PhD. Your no, PhD for... I can't work on my PhD. Why would I work on my PhD when I can go get a certification that will give me a lot of money? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. very true. So PhD, to me, I don't see it as a big deal. Mm-hmm. I can. Oh man, you guys are very lucky, man. <laughs> if if you're if you're if you're listening to my voice right now, I want to tell you that if you have the opportunity to go to school, take it someday in life is going to pay off because at some point in life i visited a man and he was like what do you have Mm -hmm. did you go to school and i said yes i did this i did that i did that he said okay then i'll take you that man he grew up in america he was trained here in america so he's a very civilized man Mm -hmm. he knows what it means for one to go to school 
So when he heard that, you know, I'm educated, he was so impressed. Mm -hmm. And that was the key to unlocking where I needed to head to. Mm -hmm. School. Yeah. Yep. Well, I hope all of our listeners really take this knowledge with them, you know, especially from my good friend, Kenneth. Uchena Kenneth. Oh, oh, carrot cake. Oh, carrot cake. Oh, carrot cake. <laughs> Whatever I call it, soon I'll change it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, everybody, uh, thank you for listening. Ken, thank you for being on the podcast. Um, came from Nigeria. Now he's in Reno. Now he's in my apartment. <laughs> yeah. It just works out that way sometimes, you know? People put, I guess that's how life works, you know? Mm -hmm. The right people get put in front of you. So I hope you guys all like the podcast. Remember to follow us on uh, Instagram at pyromaniacs underscore podcast and at Twitter at the underscore pyromaniacs. Uh, Again, this is Jack, Hannah, Sydney, and Uchenna. 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 (laughs) God's will. Wednesday. Kenneth Wednesday. <laughs> Mr. W- Mr. Wednesday, thank I'm a, you. I'm going to have to much. fight you someday. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Wednesday, thank you very, very much. Um, please, we're going to do more podcasts together yeah. in the future, definitely. Yeah, hopefully. Um, hopefully. Well, not hopefully. It's going to happen. I'm yeah. so. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm ready. <laughs> you want to do another one? I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know. I notice you like talking. I'm. I'm glad. I'm glad yeah, you had a lot to say. I do. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. <laughs>